0: Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio, and of course, all my work at MileHighSports.com as well as I bring you three keys, three keys to the upcoming weekend game for the Denver Broncos as they look to start two and zero, and of course, their first divisional game this weekend against the Oakland Raiders. Going to be a tough one as they do not own the head to head including not only on to, uh, all time but at home as well too 2629 and 2 that's good enough for a 474 win percentage so that is under 500 but it's a new year new opportunities it's a totally different team that uh, they played from last year where of course Denver and Oakland split so certainly going to be interesting what are those three keys to the game and to a Denver win I'll tell you those of course first our friends though at tap 14 1920 Blake Street and maybe you want to go over to tap 14 Sunday pregame of course that's a two o'clock kickoff Broncos Oakland so a lot of time to go on over and enjoy brunch 10 to 2 Saturdays and Sundays and that's good for college football as well too of course our college football teams here in Colorado. Picking up some big wins last week, so maybe you want to head on over to Tap 14. Enjoy the 70 Colorado beers on Tap the 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. Lots of good stuff over there at Tap 14. Go to the website, tap14.com. That's tap14. Spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. Let's get right into it. Dive into it. Our three keys to the game. My first one is going to be a pretty fairly obvious one, and I do have an article up at milehighsports.com that talks about it. Containing Jared Cook and uh, I should say in brackets and friends, parentheses, uh, because Jared Cook just cannot run wild for this Denver Broncos team to have success. Look, this is a, a guy who um, big body, big body, six 6'6", uh, can really sky over individuals as uh, he collected nine receptions for 180 yards Cook did last week against what many believe is one of the best defenses in the league uh, in the L.A. Rams. 6'5", 250, this is a guy who yards per catch last year was in the double digits for um, about 60-70% of the games last year. and And Denver struggles, obviously, with the tight ends. So I'm not saying you need to stop Jared Cook. I'm not saying you need to absolutely shut him down. But you can't let him run wild for 10-200. I mean, that that is just unacceptable, particularly knowing that that's your weakness. Uh, again, Will Disley last week against uh, Seattle. Disley, the Seattle rookie tight end, caught three receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Clearly, there was just no resistance. But, you know, in the event, the difference between Seattle remaining in the game and Seattle basically being blown out one of those cases if Disley catches that pass and uh Simmons or or Stewart don't uh have those tackles broken on that long 66 yard receptions it's it's all of a sudden a different game so uh, it's it's containing the tight end and friends but not you don't have to shut them down you'll take them obviously if they can shut down those those uh that Raider offense but just not ma- making sure that that veteran tight end and Cook doesn't break tackles and then goes for long receptions and absolutely just is a one-man wrecking crew against that Denver defense. That's the first key of the game. Second key of the game, of course, is to get to Derek Carr, and that kind of goes hand-in-hand with containing the tight ends as well, too. This uh a this, uh, uh, interesting situation developing in Oakland because Derek Carr is what many believe one of the more fine young signal callers in the NFL that was developing. You insert John Gruden into the mix, a little bit of communication issues now with players, and, and remember Derek Carr now coming into his prime basically at 27. This is a guy who we were expecting to become a, a elite quarterback at this time. And he had a very poor week last week, of course, turning the ball over three times. And there were multiple instances where he was throwing the ball away much quicker than he needed to. Looked skittish in the pocket. He just didn't look comfortable. Of course, the gift that's going around on Twitter now is him throwing it away with a clean pocket. I mean, th- th- these are... These are uh, it's it's that seeing ghost situation that quarterbacks kind of get when the pass rush can get to the quarterback. And it doesn't technically mean that you get a sack, but at least you're hitting him. At least he knows. And when I say he, I mean the opposing quarterback. Derek Carr knows that Von Miller's looming. Bradley Chubb is coming. And here comes Shane Ray in the third quarter with fresh legs. I mean, this is a pass rush that absolutely terrified Russell Wilson. And remember, for for as skittish as Derek Carr looked last week, he was only sacked once by the L.A. Rams. So it, it is a, a major key to the game to get to Derek Carr. And I know getting to the quarterback is a big deal, but I think in particular because this feels very much like a mile-tall inch-wide offense with this Oakland Raiders team, where if you can cut down the tree at the root, and the root being Derek Carr, this offense is going nowhere. And they will look like they did last week against the LA Rams, where they turned the ball over multiple times and just could not move the football. I mean, this was an Oakland Raiders team that um, just, just, it seemingly was just inept towards the beginning of the game. And then when Oakland, when L.A. kind of blew it open, there was a lot of garbage points towards the end of that game. So the Oakland Raiders, certainly uh, a big part of their offense is Derek Carr. Getting to Carr early and often could set up that poor offensive play for Oakland uh, and and really could lead to a potential win for Denver. And lastly, my third key of the game for this Oakland-Denver uh, game, and, and you have to look at it based on how it compared to last week, is run the football. And I know it's such a cliche, or I know it's such a, a easily turned two key, but run the football. Last week, the LA Rams gashed the Raiders on the ground. How about 26 carries, 140 yards as a team? Well, that kind of looks a little similar. Kind of looks the same as what Denver did to Seattle. 32 carries, 146 yards. That's Denver gashed Seattle for in week one. So... Denver is, is able to do it against a defense like Seattle and should be able to do it against a defense like the Oakland Raiders. And if they can repeat this success on the ground while remaining balanced, and I will say this, uh, Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay identical stat lines, 15 carries, 71 yards. I do want to sway that a little bit more towards Freeman this week because I, I just don't know if 15 carries a game for Phillip Lindsay is going to lead to him being effective long-term. This is a guy who, remember, one Wall is a rookie, and Wall looks good, is a little bit smaller in stature. And I'm not saying that as a negative to Philip Lindsey. I'm saying that as a durability situation. When you have 6'4", 6'3", linebackers who are 240, pounding on Lindsey's 5'8", 190 body, it's a little scary considering that they want to have Philip Lindsey for the entirety of the season. He is such a weapon. And for him to get 15 carries every single game – Little scary. Royce Freeman, a little bit more built body for that NFL, has taken a pounding at Oregon, and certainly, of course, Freeman in that six foot uh, 240 frame, uh, a little bit more durable. So I'm not saying take all the carries away because you want to. And, and last week may have been the perfect example of a. A attack that at least was a great setup because now, if you're the Oakland Raiders, you have to look at Philip Lindsay not only as a receiver but also as a rusher because Denver proved that last week and proved it effective with that 4.7 yards per carry. Now you go into this game if you're the Oakland Raiders defense, you really can't expect uh, or it's not one dimensional when it comes to. The Broncos' offense when Philip Lindsay is in the game. Now, Paul Gunther certainly is going to have his hands full with obviously the wide receivers as well too, Case Keenum, but those interesting, uh, not not sp- I don't know if special packages is the word to use. For when Denver uses Philip Lindsay, because they use it a lot more often, because Philip Lindsay is an effective player. This is again, I've talked about this in podcasts prior. This is not a a a special a specialty back in Philip Lindsay this is a guy they're going to effectively use multiple times, whether it be running or rushing the foot, uh, whether it be running or receiving the football. So uh, Lindsey could play a big part of that, and of course that sets up nicely against this Oakland game where, uh, once again, LA just absolutely torched the Oakland Raiders, not only on the ground, but also uh, receiving as well too. I mean, uh, Todd Gurley got into the action, three catches for 39 yards and of course had that long touchdown as well too, the 19-yarder. He saw five targets in the game. So uh, this is an Oakland Raiders defense that is going to be vulnerable to a package so long as Denver stays very versatile as long as they can stay very active and 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 not one-dimensional with this and and certainly they've set themselves up nicely uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a little bit of a side maybe a fourth key I'm gonna give you a bonus key This could be the golden one that is huge for Denver because Denver comes into this game 100% healthy, which is kind of unheard of considering it's week two in the NFL when, of course, last week against Seattle, Seattle was completely banged up well. The Oakland Raiders dealing with injuries as well, too. Uh, Wednesday's practice report. We haven't seen Thursday's yet, but Wednesday's, of course, came out with tons of starters limited from Marshawn Lynch to Gabe Jackson, Rodney Hudson. I mean, these are guys on the offensive line who are big deals, big parts of it. So Denver, with the advantage on the offensive clean bill of health, because they don't have anybody who's hurt. I mean, they have a. They. I'm looking at their practice report right now for Wednesday. And they got a couple, you know, Sam Jones with the low back. He's a full participant. Tim Patrick with wide receiver with a calf. He's a full participant. Uh, Shane Ray with his wrist. I mean, we're well clear of that. He was a full participant. Everybody's a full participant. It's pretty incredible to see. And and maybe give a little bit of credit to Lauren Landau and that strength and conditioning now first year head co- uh first year uh, assistant coach, I should say. His program may not be one hundred percent the reason why. They are at full strength. But you bet he is certainly a contributor and a big part of it. So certainly a uh, tip of the cap to Lauren Landau and that strength and conditioning program. So far, so good. Three keys to the Broncos win, of course, presented on the Broncos Blitz podcast by Tap 14 and our friends at Pro Football Focus. Use that promo code POD20. That's POD20 for 20% off your subscription. The Elite and Edge memberships. A lot of good stuff over there at Pro Football Focus. A lot of fantasy stuff. Go check that out, of course, at ProFootballFocus.com. That's Focus. dot com. you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K radio where of course I'll be at the game, I'll be in the locker room post game as the Broncos look to go two and O against the Oakland Raiders and something that has actually been very difficult for them because while the Oakland Raiders are a team that looks after week one at least like a team that that isn't going to be up to par with what Denver brings let's remember this is a divisional game. This is a, a game where two teams know each other very well, and there is a lot on the line. Who wants it more? We will see Sunday at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. So, interesting stuff. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Be sure to follow, as I'll be tweeting along. Uh, the Broncos all week long. But, of course, not only for the Broncos as well, uh, pregame stuff on Sunday, during the game, and then, of course, postgame where I'll be in the locker room and writing all kinds of articles, recording podcasts, this podcast, a daily podcast. And I, I have to thank you. I'm going to speak from the heart for a second because, you know, I'm very blessed. I, I, I get the ability to not only cover the Denver Broncos but talk sports for a living, And 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 and, and this Broncos podcast is only a daily podcast because of you. It's because of you. It's because of your listens and your w- words of encouragement, and 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 I can't thank you enough for doing that because I'm, I'm so blessed to be able to do this on a daily basis, and I do it because you listen and you demand this kind of content. And so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Seriously, this has been uh, such an incredible ride on the Broncos Blitz podcast. We're, we're coming up on, uh, uh, well, eight months, I think, on this podcast, and it has just Grown to heights that I I couldn't even believe. This started as a once a week thing and clearly it became something that you wanted more. It became a twice a week thing. And then uh, my boss came up to me, Nate Lundy, who owns Mile High Sports, and said, Ronnie, people want this stuff. We need this to be daily. And I said, let's do it, baby. Let's let's tackle it head on. And of course, the daily Broncos Splits podcast, Now a Thing, at Milehighsports.com. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for participating. Thanks for following at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio, on Twitter. But I'm also going to throw out my Instagram because I I post a lot of post-game video on the Instagram page as well, too. So you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter. A lot of great stuff. Be sure to check out my work at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com for news, player interviews, articles, discussions, debates, a lot of great stuff over there at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com.